Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode is all about the upcoming Sagittarius season that we will be approaching soon in the next few days since we are closing out Scorpio season. So this episode is all about Sagittarius, everything you need to know for Sagittarius season. And before I dive into this week's like astrology and details, just want to cover some announcements and also just do a recap from last week as well. So I still offer live astrology readings. They are my up-level your soul, like soul spiritual alchemy sessions. They are very scorpionic where we really just take a deep dive into certain like events, dates in your own life and just gain a deeper astrological spiritual understanding there. Those have become my favorite sessions to do. I also still offer astrology like birth chart reports. Those are PDF versions or I can record a video and send to you. So that's just what I offer. And now let me just do a little recap from last week and then we'll dive into this week's astrology. So last week we actually had a Scorpio new moon that was in opposition to Uranus Taurus. So this one definitely could have brought like a big shakeup of energy and it could have also just all like challenged us to like shift our perspective and maybe even like in a way there was just like some sort of area that was just kind of like dead stagnant maybe you were stuck in a certain area and this Scorpio new moon opposed Uranus was kind of given that electroshock to like it reminded me of electroshock therapy in a way that we all kind of needed at this time so to me I definitely feel like it was a good new moon it definitely brought a lot up I was definitely feeling a lot of strong introvert vibes too and especially as we're closing out the Scorpio season and we've had like the sun and Mars together in Scorpio. They have been doing their conjunction little tango dance is what I've been calling it. And this can definitely bring up a lot of deep, passionate, sensual, sexual energy too. And this, it wouldn't surprise me if nine months from now we see a lot of babies being born. I'm not trying to be funny either when I say that. It's just we've had the Sun and Mars together in Scorpio. The last time that happened was in 1991. So I wasn't even alive back in 1991. So this is the first time in my lifetime that we've seen Sun and Mars together in Scorpio. So it's not like every single year we get Sun and Mars and Scorpio together. So this is pretty rare and this is really quite the potent blend of energies, especially since Mars is at home in Scorpio, so Mars has its full strength back. So this is one also where it's like, okay, where, how can we up-level our passions, our actions? What do we want to manifest next? What are we continuing to just, like, work on, achieve? What are the goals that we want to make happen? So, like, that Sun conjunct Mars, that can also just be a good, like, continuation 
of manifesting and continuing to up level and just really figure out what it is that you want to bring into your reality next because we also saw those trines to neptune like with the sun and mars so that was also helping us just with like strengthen our psychic abilities maybe even bring in intuitive downloads maybe vivid dreams can also help you just up level take your own spiritual like mission like especially with that mars trying neptune there like it can definitely help you take like your spiritual mission spirituality to that higher level as well and then especially like what was even wilder was over the weekend like friday night saturday morning we had sun and mars conjunct in scorpio but then we had the moon and capricorn conjunct pluto and capricorn pluto is the other dispositor for scorpio so you had the two dispositors for scorpio playing quite the potent role with this sun mars kazemi moment because also like this is like this was a kazemi because kazemi means in the heart of so mars was in the heart of the sun and this one was just really challenging us all to continue diving deeper into our own shadow work realm and just continue to dive deeper into our own like scorpionic like shadow work trenches and continuing doing that deep soul spiritual alchemy work and now let me just run through the dates for this week so i'm recording this on november 19th and we still have a sun conjunct mars we have the moon in aquarius and Tomorrow, Monday, November 20th, we'll have the moon ingress into Pisces. We also have sun conjunct Mars still. We'll also be seeing the sun sextile Pluto. And then November 21st, we have sun conjunct Mars still, sun sextile Pluto, Mars sextile Pluto. November 21st is also the final last day of Scorpio season because November 22nd at 9.03 a.m. is when we have the sun ingress into Sagittarius. That's mutable fire energy. We'll have the moon in Aries. We'll We'll be seeing that Sagittarius sun square over to Saturn and Pisces. We'll still be seeing Mars sextile Pluto. Venus and Libra will also be opposing Chiron and Aries. So Wednesday, is quite the potent day there november 23rd which is thursday thanksgiving here in north america it's going to be a very interesting thanksgiving because we have sun square saturn so it may not feel like the most jolly jovial thanksgiving but we can definitely still use the energy to our advantage and i'll get into that later on in this episode because we'll also be seeing the aries moon oppose venus libra we'll also see that moon trine mercury november 24th friday we have venus quincunx uranus moon square pluto then the moon will enter taurus at 3 29 p.m and we have mars entering sagittarius at 5 15 a.m that day as well so very interesting like what's going on this week especially what's also interesting too the fact that we like and like we leave scorpio season and then by the end of that week we're in sagittarius but also mars is leaving scorpio as well so i'm also going to be talking about like mars and sagittarius and what that energy means for us as well but now let me dive into this episode let me talk about sagittarius Actually, before I even dive into Sagittarius season, I actually want to do like a little recap from this last Scorpio season because the Scorpio season, we didn't have South Node Scorpio here. So to me, this Scorpio season definitely felt more potent and 
different like on a better level even though it definitely brought a lot of emotions up to the surface and definitely challenged us all on an individual level to just continue diving deeper into our own shadows and really continue doing that deep inner work which is not easy at times but I definitely feel especially the fact that we had Mars and Scorpio this time around that also was really helping us just continue to peel back these layers like an onion and just continue doing like this deeper healing, this deeper shadow work, especially like since last Scorpio season, we had South Node Scorpio there. So that one was like a huge purge fest. And even this one with Mars in Scorpio has been a bigger purge fest as well, but just definitely different vibes than when we had South Node there last year. And to me, it just definitely felt more intense and edgy and just like a better Scorpio season. But that's just me personally, because it still brought a lot of like heavy emotions up, very heavy energy, especially just with the Mars and Scorpio energy that we're seeing finish up this week. This is still bringing some intense, like aggressive, volatile energy. So finding a good physical outlet to let out that excess energy can be very beneficial right now. And I've definitely been doing that myself where I've been doing a lot of intense workouts on like my exercise bike my peloton I've been doing a lot of like intense like heavy metal rides and just going like as hard as I can to transmute that energy and what I do is I like I get very angry and aggressive in my workouts but I channel that rage and aggression into fuel for my workouts so then I transmute and I just sweat out all that energy and even yesterday I went a little too hard in my workout where I went so hard I was throwing up at the end but to me that's fine like I like a good workout where I throw up at the end but maybe that's my Mars and Scorpio and I was like house sun conjunct Mars and Scorpio I was like probably also purging out some toxic shit that shouldn't be in my body either and that's also very Scorpionic because Scorpio rules like our bowels our genitalia and so this one maybe you've been noticing maybe you've been going to the bathroom a lot more or maybe you've been throwing up too you just haven't been feeling the greatest this is your body purging out the toxicity that's no longer serving you that's no longer in alignment and sometimes that can come in forms of like throwing up or just going to the bathroom a lot and or even just like sweating it out too that's another good form of just purging out the toxicity so i just wanted to do that little recap before i dive into sagittarius but now i'm going to dive into sagittarius i'm actually going to read a little excerpt from the astrology bible on sagittarius so this is from the astrology bible sagittarius the archer their glyph is the arrow the arrow flying into the air symbolizes the quest that drives the sign the centaur suggests a dual nature that fuses instinct with intellect Dates for Sagittarius are November 22nd through December 21st. The ruler is Jupiter. Ninth house is the house for Sagittarius. They are immutable, fire sign, positive polarity. It says they're exalted in the south node. Their fall is north node. Detriment is Mercury. We have Mer- we have Mercury and Sagittarius right now. I'll get into that in this episode. Key words for Sagittarius are seeker, quest, questioning, adventure, spontaneity, optimism, tactlessness, philosophy, freedom, careless, idealistic, extravagant, jovial, freedom-loving, exaggeration, restlessness. 
And now I just want to continue reading here because it says further personality, jovial and boisterous. This is a sociable personality that needs the stimulation of friends, new faces and places. Freedom loving Sagittarius hoards maps and travel brochures just in case. The sign is always posed for the off, but isn't one for booking ahead. Sagittarius prefers last minute approach in distant shores, optimistic Sagittarius hopes for answers and fulfillment, revealing the sign's tendency to live in what might be rather than what is. Blunt and often tactless, Sagittarius has an unfortunate habit of telling others how to live their lives while seldom living by the same principles. This is a blisteringly honest personality that doesn't deal in nuance. Sagittarius acts impulsively, often releasing the arrow without any clear target. As fair as the archer is concerned, any action is better than none and this sign will think about it later. The Sagittarian mind is philosophical and impractical, preferring ideas to applications. Not that Sagittarius doesn't enjoy working through problems and coming up with an unconventional solution that works. This is the eternal student who asks all the big questions, seeks out the meaning of life. There is nothing this inventive mind likes better than an in-depth debate. Sagittarius is basically an honest sign but can exaggerate or be creative with the truth if reality isn't deemed exciting enough. When bored, badly treated, or overlooked, Sagittarius uses language as a weapon. This character can be his or her most or most hurtful when lashing out with the harsh truth. All things considered, Sagittarius would prefer to not think about emotions and certainly not to feel them. Sagittarian emotions tend to be shallow. Optimism and enthusiasm are constantly at the fore. Sagittarius has no desire to explore any sense of inadequacy or self-doubt that lay may lie beneath. Now I'm going to go into the strength and weaknesses. So Sagittarius brings enormous enthusiasm to projects and is highly creative. This sign is excellent at initiating and seizing opportunities, drawing on a highly developed imagination and sense of adventure. Sensing someone in trouble, Sagittarius will always fight for the underdog. The weaknesses, though, the quest for freedom that drives this personality can make Sagittarius an untrustworthy and unreliable sign. Moving on in a hurry, Sagittarius can overlook duties and responsibilities, leaving detail to fall by the wayside. This is a tactless sign that often offends. And it even goes into the shadow, and I'm almost done reading here. It says, The Sagittarian shadow shares Gemini's ability to dissemble. An accomplished liar, this character promises many things and then simply forgets about it in pursuit of yet more experience. The insincerity permeates every aspect of life. Boastful and rebellious, the Sagittarian shadow wants to be noticed and be liked. When pushed, the natural tactlessness of the sign takes on a cutting, spiteful aspect. So I'm going to stop reading there, but I thought a lot of that's like what I read was very interesting and very like I liked this interpretation of Sagittarius, but now I'm just going to continue elaborating and just giving my own perception like my own this is like my own take on Sagittarius because Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign and they're ruled by Jupiter. And so Jupiter, the planet, to me, always acts as like the amplifier, the magnifier. Jupiter also, because it's such a big planet and it's still continually like expanding. So Sagittarius, like a shadow trait with Sagittarius is they can always just want to continue to expand and expand and expand and kind of jump from one thing to another. So one like shadow trait with Sagittarius is that sometimes they can have a hard time staying on task because they get so many different ideas and they just want to like roll with all the ideas. And that's why Mercury is at detriment here in Sagittarius. 
not only because Mercury is at home in Gemini, and so Mercury is very strong there in Gemini, so of course Mercury is going to be in detriment in Sagittarius, the opposite of Gemini. But one reason why it's at detriment is because it gets just a little scatterbrained. It wants to do all these different things all at once, and it can't do that. The mind can't comprehend all of that. So writing lists and figuring out, okay, like what is the top three, and then how can I accomplish these top three? Making lists is very useful at this time. But also with Sagittarius too, with them being ruled by the planet Jupiter, they can also be very optimistic. They have this great abundance of optimism in them. And they have like this great like optimist reserve tank is what I call it because they are always so positive no matter the circumstances and they can always find the silver lining. So that is a great... Um, one of the great like one of the greatest strengths of Sagittarius is that they have like this eternal optimism with them they're also very fearless and courageous in their pursuit for higher knowledge for learning for philosophy and but this also goes back to one of the shadow traits as well with Sagittarius where they can get very stuck and caught up in just one-sided beliefs where if they are very passionate about something, they may not want to hear the other side and that's where they have to lean into their opposite Gemini and really learn to be okay with taking in all sides. Even if it's not something you agree with, just getting all sides of that information of that matter so you can make an educated opinion, so you can like make an educated guess there. But also with Sagittarius too, with them having like that mutable fire energy, this is where we can continue to taking more action and making these adjustments and kind of making some swift changes here that will continue to propel us forward and help us moving forward. And now I want to take a look at the actual chart for when the sun ingresses into Sagittarius because I have this pulled up because we have the sun ingress into Sagittarius at... 9.02, 9.03 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that's 6.02, 6.03 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we have Mars in Scorpio at 28 degrees, so we still have Mars at the tail end of Scorpio here, no pun intended, lol. And we have the Moon at 28 Pisces, so we have Mars trining the Moon when this happens, and the Moon just passed over Neptune as well. So to me, that's interesting. We're also going to be feeling that square to Saturn because when the sun ingresses into Sagittarius, it's going to be squaring Saturn and Pisces. So this sun square Saturn energy, it can feel like we've kind of hit a wall, like we've hit some obstacles, like there's a delay, there's some blocks. It can also maybe feel like it's not the most jolly time right now, especially moving from Scorpio into Sagittarius. And I was just talking about how Sagittarius has this great abundance of optimism optimism, this square to Saturn can make that hard to feel right now and make it hard to find. Reminds me of the Harry Potter quote where Ron is telling Harry, like, you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. So to me, this is like, okay, this Sagittarius sun square Saturn and Pisces, it's like, there might be some difficulties, but we can still find happiness here. We're still going to find ways to be jovial, to be happy here. Because with this Sun square Saturn energy, especially with this mutable energy, this is like, okay, where are the blocks? Where have I been hitting obstacles? Where have I been hitting resistance? How can I find different ways to move through that? How can I continue to achieve my goals and not be blocked and hit a wall and get frustrated because this is one where it is also encouraging us to continue to move forward and not stop and give up on ourselves because just going back to like the standard elements right now 
we have we're we're finally getting out of like all this earth and water energy we still have a lot of water energy but we're finally gaining more earth well not more earth energy but more fire energy we're kind of getting out of the earth energy so we're getting more balanced elements here because for a while we had a lot of water and earth where it felt like we were trucking through mud but now we're getting more like water fire and air in the mix so this is also where we're kind of like feeling like we're having like our phoenix rising moment too so this is also helping us just to continue to propel forward because there's a lot of mutable energy as well in the mix here. So this is the time to make these like small quick adjustments and like start taking more like smaller baby steps just to lead to that gradual change as well. Because what's also interesting on this day is we have Venus and Libra opposing Chiron and Aries as well when this is going on. So there's quite a bit going on when the sun enters Sagittarius this day. Like, talk about a lot on Wednesday. Because with Venus Libra opposing Chiron Aries, this is also just challenging us to continue diving deeper into our own healing. And I like that we still have Mars and Scorpio here. Because with this Venus opposed Chiron, this can show us maybe there's old wounds. Whether it's regarding relationships or maybe like wounds from our past. Even maybe past lives as well. Past life reincarnations. Maybe old wounds are coming up from there. Like old karmic cycles. So this can be one where we are just releasing the old so we can continue working on stepping into the new because that venus is getting closer she is nine degrees away from south node libra on wednesday so venus is getting closer to that south node and that's going to be a huge purge fest to me when we see that venus conjunct the south node that's like it's like taking a vet like it's reminding this is gross but it's reminding me of like the rvs and like those bat like when you have to like go like clean out the bathroom at the RV and it's like taking that hose and it's just sucking all the gunk out. To me, that's what this Venus conjunct South Node transit will be like. It's just sucking all the gunk and the goo and just that toxic shit out of us so we can have a fresh start for the next 19 years there. So we are in the buildup for that. That's not for like another like week or so though that we see, we'll see that Venus conjunct the South Node. But I just wanted to plant that seed there because with this Venus opposed Chiron, that can definitely bring a lot of stuff up, especially since we just had that moon conjunct Neptune. And then we'll be seeing that moon ingress into Taurus later that day as well. So very interesting, but really that Sun square Saturn energy, that one to me, it's like, it's definitely going to be very interesting, like what happens, but I feel like it's just going to be challenging us to rise above the challenge and not let obstacles bring us down and just continue to maintain our own endurance and discipline at this time as well. Sagittarius season also invites us just to continue exploring upon like our own beliefs, our own knowledge, our own views. Like this is a great time to dive into other areas of information. It really challenges us to expand our own horizons. Maybe you're feeling called to learn something new. Like this is a great time to learn something new, dive into new tasks, dive deeper into like new areas of research of topics and definitely like challenge yourself like with that opposite of like, the opposite sign of gemini challenge yourself to open up your beliefs more expand upon your beliefs more how can you hold a more open mind and not be so closed-minded because that's one of the shadow traits with sagittarius is they can just be a little closed off a little closed-minded where if they just get so set in like their own beliefs, their own opinions, that they don't really want to hear the other side. So this is also challenging us to be, how can we be a little more open-minded? 
while continuing to expand upon our own knowledge, our own philosophy views, because Sagittarius like loves to learn. They love knowledge, philosophy, religion, spirituality. So this is the time to dive deeper into that, but just try to hold a more like balanced, fair approach instead of just getting sucked into just one side of the spectrum there. Try to dive into all areas of the spectrum because by November 24th at 5.15 a.m. is when we have Mars enter Sagittarius. And I actually want to read from the only astrology book you'll ever need, The Interpretation of Mars and Sagittarius. In Sagittarius, the power of Mars exhibits itself in brilliant flashes. It promotes courage, independence, and daring, dashing and exciting as your actions may be. You are easily distracted. Your attention becomes riveted to a new plan, and your meteoric enthusiasm turns in that direction. This does not mean you do not accomplish anything, for you can produce remarkable results in a short time. Passionate and sensual, you may have numerous affairs because of your open, exploratory nature. You look on emotional commitments as a form of personal restriction. A sex relationship quickly begins and just quickly ends. You tend to be impulsive and act rashly, quick-witted in speech and writing. You have the power to amuse and delight. You make a marvelous first impression. So Mars and Sagittarius, especially like this is like a Jupiter ruled sign going into Mars. So this is why like Mars and Sagittarius has like, they have like a good amount of energy and they can really accomplish a lot, but it's just maintaining that focus and not getting so distracted because with Mars and Sagittarius, Sagittarius being ruled by Jupiter, they can kind of want to just like do all things at once and just be a little scatterbrained like Mercury and Sagittarius and they get a little distracted. So this is just maintaining that discipline, that focus and just kind of like keeping your eyes on the prize there, keeping your like your head in the lane and not looking outside of like your own like little peripheral view there and trying to like getting distracted and looking at what everyone else is doing. This is about like keeping your head down and just using that Mars and Sagittarius energy to use what you want because it can be like very explorative very optimistic very enthusiastic this mars so this is one is also helping us just continue to do new research and dive into new topics as well and maybe even start like some new tasks or just continue to push that momentum and keep that momentum going with mars and sagittarius because mars is leaving scorpio where it regained its like fuel its energy so Mars is happy now, it has like its full energy back, so with Mars and Sagittarius, it's like, alright, I'm free to go, I'm ready to roam, what new things am I going to learn, where are we going to go? Definitely reminds me of like Carmen San Diego vibes, like where in the world is Carmen San Diego, where is she going to go next? That's Mars and Sagittarius to me. It's also going to be interesting, I wanted to bring this up because I was like, when I was looking at these charts and stuff, um, I was like, we had that Mars retrograde in Gemini last year. So this Mars in Sagittarius will be opposing those points, those ret those Mars Gemini retrograde points that we had a year ago. So that's going to be interesting too. So that's also going to be kind of like finally cutting off that Mars retrograde energy that we had. And so that's going to be really interesting. So I just want to plant that seed as well that we will be seeing that Mars and Sagittarius oppose those position points from where we had Mars and Gemini go retrograde, go direct, because that definitely, that was a whole like trigger of events there with that Mars and retrograde in Gemini. So I just wanted to 
mention that too because I'll be talking about that in the coming weeks because next week too will be my Gemini full moon episode so that might be a good time to also mention that then but also like for like Thanksgiving that's November 23rd we'll still be in that sun square Saturn energy so it's almost like it can I can I kind of almost feel like deflating energy too in a way where it's like, how can we find our own happiness? This is more about looking within for that happiness and also just continuing to be a little innovative, creative, not get down if you get blocked or like get delayed or hit some obstacles, especially since we're, this is definitely, it's also like, I'm definitely feeling like travel delays too here, especially with Sagittarius, Sagittarius rules travel, squaring Saturn and Pisces, People are going to be flying and a lot of travel is going to be going on. So definitely, I would just plan, like definitely have like an extra, like, I don't even know what to call it, but just have like a backup plan in place for if you are traveling, because I definitely feel like there's going to be a lot of delays, like more than what the news is saying, just with that sun square Saturn. Like that's the astrology. Like you have the Sagittarius sun in square to Saturn. Sagittarius deals with travel, airplanes, like I'm not making this up. This is astrology, folks. So this is why, like, definitely just have some extra backup plans, extra ways. Like, if you plan on flying, I would get to the airport extra early, like an hour extra early than you need to be there. So, like, plan to get there, like, three to four hours in advance. Make sure to have a rental car ready or even just probably driving would be the best. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, tell you how to dictate your travel plans, but just with that Sun Square Saturn energy... And we're going to be feeling that for the next couple of days too after Thanksgiving and people are going to be traveling. Just definitely have some backup plans in place so you can make sure that you get to your destinations on time so you're not stuck at the airport and stuck in Sun Square Saturn land. So just wanted to mention that there. Next week will be the Gemini full moon episode. Um, I'm going to leave it at that for this week's episode though. I am going to pull a couple cards just to see what comes through for this Sagittarius season. So I'm pulling a tarot card first, and I decided to pull from the Sirens of Song tarot deck. It's been a hot minute since I've pulled this deck. So we got Queen of Swords, and this deck, they depict, like, artists, musicians for, like, their tarot. So for Queen of Swords, it's Amy Winehouse, and it says, Confidence, Assurance, Organized. And then it also gives a song lyric on the card and it says, I should just be my own best friend, not fuck myself in the head with stupid men. I actually like that we got this card, like Queen of Swords, because to me it's also like, I'm trying to think of the way to describe it. It's like the mastery of Scorpio energy, the Queen of Swords to me. It's like we came out of Scorpio season the other end like we started it maybe feeling like kind of like we were a mess not so confident in ourselves and to me this is like us coming out of Scorpio season like we are rising up through the ashes like a phoenix so I like that we got this queen of swords because queen of swords too like she is the master of her domain she has mastered her emotions and so I feel like the Scorpio season was also really helping us master our own emotional realm our own emotional domain now I'm pulling an oracle card from the Witching Oracle Oracle deck, and we got the Flames, which is transformation. Love that we got this card, because I'm like, this is perfect for the end of Scorpio season, entering into Sagittarius. It says, keywords, a new you is emerging, release the past. 
And the tarot companion is the tower. Definitely reminds me of the tower card energy. The flames represents dramatic changes, the kind of changes that are significant, overwhelming, and most likely unpleasant. It's never a good idea to burn bridges, but your situation may be past the point of a favorable outcome. Now it's more important to cut your losses and begin to rebuild rather than trying to salvage anything from the rubble. Your situation doesn't have to be as ominous as it sounds. If you are willing to make the choice to move on, change can be rewarding if you allow yourself to go with the flow rather than clinging to what is no longer a part of your path. If you choose to stay in your current situation, know that there may be severe consequences. This card is a strong warning to avoid self-destruction and making choices you know to be harmful to yourself and others. This is your chance to walk away and to let a new you emerge. If your reading is about love or relationships, consider how your actions may be making things worse or how your temper could be getting the better of you. If your question is about finances, this is a wake-up call to be more mindful of your financial situation. If your reading is about your career, it could mean a sudden shakeups at work. This card is also definitely reminding me of like that Scorpio new moon opposed Uranus we just had a week ago. So I definitely like that we got this card and I'm going to leave it at that for this week's episode. I hope everyone has a good like final few days of Scorpio season into Sagittarius season. If you live in America and celebrate Thanksgiving, hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and definitely try to find your way through that sun square saturn energy and definitely make sure to have backup plans in place if you are traveling this year because this one there could just could be some extra delays right now and that's just the astrology but until next week's episode next week will be the gemini full moon since we will be seeing that full moon apex next monday so next week's episode will be all on the gemini full moon but until next week i hope everyone has a great day great week and we will chat again soon